1: up to play pinball, and put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades. You know where to put the cork. we got to ¡Gracias!
2: Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. That's uh, Susan Tedeschi and Derek Trucks. And uh, they, uh, of course, his father was in the Allman Brothers Band. And they've made some pretty good, uh, they've they've done pretty well, haven't they? They really have. And uh, it seems like they did better when uh, both of them got married. Because
0: they they've won a few Grammys for a best blues album, best uh, rock blues album. I mean, they're very well critically received.
2: And yeah, i I would love to go see them. I think they're going to play Louisville in uh, November, right? And what a great! I sale. see. I saw where Paul McCartney's going to be at Rupp in June. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that that kind of came out of left field. Yeah. So
0: we'll. Uh, you know, if we're if if I'm still here with you next next summer, we're definitely gonna do some Paul McCartney. All right. Of course, Paul McCartney's a good time. Yeah, that's anyway. right.
2: I got several things today I wanted to cover. Um, you know, one of the things that I try to do in here is um give heart on the first hour to people who are conservatives who are probably not getting news from various other outlets and who think that the cause is lost, who've given up on Donald Trump and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, don't give up. It's interesting. Um, there is a group of states that are actually trying to Come together and change the U.S. Constitution. Now, this is a long shot. But the reason for it is because of the government spending being what it is, so excessive. Frustrated by Congress that won't check its own spending, citizens in some quarters are calling on the states to take on the duty of adding a balanced budget amendment to the U.S. Constitution. And while the states are at it, Other people are calling for congressional term limits and limited jurisdiction of the federal government as well. Others would like to see constitutional limits on campaign contributions and gun ownership. A constitutional convention called by the states is one method set forth in the Constitution's Article 5 for amending the nation's governing document. The other method, and the only one used so far, starts with Congress passing an amendment that is then ratified by three-fourths of the states. The amendment does not go to the White House. Congress has initiated all 27 amendments to the U.S. Constitution in its 231-year history. Advocates are pressuring state lawmakers across the country to pass resolutions calling for a convention even as states are backing off previously passed resolutions. This is an article um, written by Laura Glasscock, who is the publisher of the Kentucky Gazette. Convention of States Action, based in Houston, Texas, has sent lobbyists to Kentucky for the last two sessions of the General Assembly to push for a convention resolution. This year, former U.S. Senator Tom Coburn of Oklahoma worked Frankfurt according to records filed with the Kentucky Legislative Essex Commission. And in 2017, the President of Concer- Convention of States Action, COSA, uh, President Mark Meckler and Regional Director Ken Clark lobbied Kentucky lawmakers. So think about it for a minute. There's actually a movement afoot among states, to rein in the powers of the federal government. Now, this is a kind of thing that we don't see very often, but we could see it if such a movement were to gain traction. I want to read my Bible verse. I forgot to do that this morning here we go blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity and who, in whose spirit there is no guile when I kept silence my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long for day and night thy hand was heavy upon me my moisture is turned into the drought of summer. Selah. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Here it is in the Bible. we're talking about f- repentance, turning back from our from our wicked ways. Well, this is exactly what this convention of the states is about. It's about trying to turn Congress and the federal government away from their wicked ways. Things in the Bible apply directly to daily life. There's no disconnect whatsoever. And so we see here uh, there being an actual movement afoot to rein in Congress. There's also a balanced budget amendment task force headquartered in Florida. They've been lobbying lobbying Kentucky also. They have to get these states working together to basically throw the bums out and start all over again. and it's got to be done in one way shape or form uh there has to be a change made tom buford went to the uh a workshop they had in phoenix he's a he's a state representative Uh, actually state senator. He, He went last fall to the balanced budget amendment planning convention hosted in Phoenix by the Arizona legislature and authorized by the official call within the Arizona House resolution. Buford said Stivers sent him as a delegate. Robert Stivers, Senate president to gather information for Kentucky lawmakers and that State Senator Will Schroeder attended a similar meeting in Williamsburg, Virginia. Right now, we're in that debate talking with different states to see if there's an interest from different states to move forward, said Buford. We're talking about the procedural means for doing this. He said uh, they're simply looking at the issue right now, not ready to join in. But the idea that people would even be considering this, is really sort of earth-shattering. Another article in this uh, issue of the Kentucky Gazette, is written by John Ferris, please stop suing people trying to solve the big financial challenge that the state is facing. Kentucky taxpayers won when Attorney General lost pension case filed against the governor's action. John is a guy who's on the board of the Kentucky Retirement Systems. And uh, they have been working very hard to change the way things are done in Frankfort, and they just keep getting, meeting uh, opposition from Attorney General Andy Bashir. But he makes the point here that uh, they've moved the KRS from the 70th percentile in investment performance, averaging 5% annually from 2008 to 2015 to the 21st percentile nationally in the last two years, averaging 12%. These numbers need to be celebrated as a glimmer of light in a road that has long been dark. Consider this, if KRS would have continued to perform in the 70th percentile in the nation over the last two years, the investment return would have been 10.23%. So think about it. Change is hard. When you're going up against entrenched interests, whether it be the states trying to uh, take on the idea of changing the Constitution And it's obvious that if if they got into that, it would have to be in a conservative fashion not to undo protections that we've already got. It would be to strengthen the Constitution, not undo it, because we have a corrupt Congress that spends money hand over fist. It's entirely corrupt. Whether there are Democrats or Republicans in there, it doesn't really matter. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's news radio, 630 WLAP. From work to kids to running errands,
0: you're always on the go. To work, the gym, or running errands. Luckily, getting the news is now. Voice activated. Hey, Alexa. Play News Radio 630 WLAP on iHeartRadio.
2: Hi, I'm Tom Dupree, Jr. Our firm, Dupree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned an experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call to schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments Call Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 or send an email to info at deprefinancial.com. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 and dupreefinancial.com.
0: 630 WLAP.
2: You know, when when you think about what would be involved in having a constitutional convention to go through uh, and change things that Congress is allowed to do, for the better, in other words, to give them less power and more checks and balances. Uh, it's, It's a remarkable thought if that were to happen. It has to be a convention of the states. There have to be 34 of them that agree to do this to begin with and then 38 of them have to ratify it so that would be a long shot no kidding but if Congress realized that there was a movement afoot to trim in their powers how might they reform themselves to begin with Well, it's it's quite possible you would see you would see some changes made. I mean, this last spending bill, and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm going to be voting for Andy Barr all the way, but he and his Republican uh, House members just threw up their hands and gave the left everything they wanted in the last spending bill. There was no check or balance. The American taxpayer gets the raw end of the deal. And that was brought to you by Republicans who are supposed to be for smaller government, who voted for larger government. And Donald Trump signed it. So, you know we're getting screwed by the people that are supposed to be taking care of us. And the battle is never won just because you get Trump elected or just because the Republicans take over the house doesn't mean anything. That's just the beginning. What then has to happen is that these people have to be held accountable for the amount of money that they spend on, uh, various projects which are useless it's just a way to spend money so um this is just part of the battle racial preferences can harm black college students this is by walter williams who's a black uh professor of economics at george mason university amy wax university of pennsylvania law professor has come under attack and criticism because she dared criticize the school's racial preferences program in an interview with brown university economists see these people cannot stand it if you think differently than they do especially if you're a member of academia they will try to Uh, ostracize everybody that thinks out of lockstep with the left. In an interview with Brown University economist Glenn Lowry discussing affirmative action, Wax mentioned how racial preferences hinder the ability of blacks to succeed academically by admitting them into schools at which they are in over their heads academically. So what's been the Way to handle that, dumb down your academics. At Penn's seventh-ranked law school, Wax said she doesn't think that she's ever seen a black law student graduate in the top quarter of the class and rarely is a black student in the top half. That got her into deep trouble. Penn students and faculty members charged her with racism. Penn law school Ted Bruger stripped Wax of her duty of teaching her mandatory first-year class on civil procedures. I'm guessing that Penn's law faculty members know Wax's statement is true, but think it was something best left unsaid in today's racially charged climate. Ruger might have refuted uh, Wax's claim. He surely has access to student records. He might have listed the number of black law students who were valedictorians and graduated in the top 10% of their class. He rightfully chose not to, so as not to provide evidence for Wax's claim. One study suggests that Wax is absolutely right about academic mismatch. In the early 1990s, the Law School Admission Council collected 27,000 law student records representing nearly 90% of accredited law schools. The study found that after the first year, 51% of black law students ranked in the bottom 10th of their class, compared with 5% of white students. Two-thirds of black students were in the bottom fifth of their class. Only 10% of blacks were in the top half of their class. 22% of black students in the LSAC database hadn't passed the bar exam after five attempts. The University of Pennsylvania controversy highlights something very important to black people in the nation. The K-12 education that most blacks receive is grossly fraudulent. Most predominantly black schools are costly yet grossly inferior to predominantly white schools and are in cities where blacks hold considerable political power, such as Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago, and Philadelphia. In these and other cities, it's not uncommon for there to be high schools where less than 17% of the students test proficient in reading. Think about it. This is what we get told. We get told these things the way the left is doing it is just fine, but it's not. It's not working. Stay with us. You're listening to The Tom Dupree Show. It's news radio, 630 WLAP. The Polaris factory
0: authorized clearance is here. Rebates go up to $2,000 and financing is as low as 2.99% APR for 36 months on hard-working Rangers, legendary sportsman ATVs, and high-performance Razors. Now's the time to get the year's biggest deals on the world's best-selling off-road lineup. Offers valid in US through 9-30-18 on select new 2015 through 2019 vehicles, subject to credit approval. Offers vary by Model C dealer for details. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day including personal care, meals and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877 374 live That's 877 374 live Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Our iHeart Radio Music Festival at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Listen to win your way there. And you could score the ultimate VIP grand prize. Front row tickets. A Nightingale suite at the new Park MGM. And much more. Watch the two-night event only on the CW October 7th and 8th at 8, 7 Central.
1: Brought to you by A Star is Born. On October 5th, experience a new take on the iconic love story. Bradley Cooper makes his directorial debut and Lady Gaga performs her first leading role in a major motion picture. A Star is Born in theaters October 5th
0: and say a
2: final goodbye to Senator John McCain at a memorial service at Washington
0: National Cathedral. Former Presidents Barack Obama and George W. Bush will deliver eulogies. Friday, lawmakers from both sides of the aisle paying their respects, with McCain lying in state in
2: the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol.
0: Yesterday, amidst a solemn downpour, McCain's unflinching honor guard placed him on a platform built for Abraham Lincoln's casket at the precise center of the Capitol building, where he served as congressman and senator for 35 years, as his family looked on, in a show of bipartisanship, Senate leaders, Republican Mitch McConnell and Democrat Chuck Schumer laying a wreath at McCain's side, followed by House leaders, Democrat Nancy Pelosi and Republican Paul Ryan.
2: ABC's Terry Moran. President Trump will not be attending the service. He's tweeting this morning saying he loves Canada, but claiming they've
0: taken advantage of the U.S. with trade tariffs. It comes as a possible deal could be in the works. I'm Michelle Franz and ABC News. We'll track out a lot of steam as we kick off the first part of your weekend. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds take over. Highs reaching the mid to upper 80s in many spots. But we'll hold on to the chance for just a few scattered showers and thunderstorms. As we get into tonight, a shower or a thunderstorm remains a possibility. The good news is most of us begin to dry out. Partly cloudy skies will stick around with overnight lows in the upper 60s. For your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP, I'm WKYT
3: meteorologist Chris Johnson.
0: Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation, this is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeartRadio station. Say, folks, my good friends at Mahindra have an exciting event going on at Mahindra dealers across our great nation Harvest Demo Days, and right now you can test drive any Mahindra tractor or utility vehicle and take home the biggest savings of the year. That's right, test drive a Mahindra subcompact, compact or utility tractor, or a Mahindra utility vehicle and save. There's just no substitute for experiencing Mahindra quality and performance for yourself. Now, once you're in that seat, you'll see how easy it is to operate a Mahindra and to become a good steward of the land you love. To learn more about the world's number one selling tractor and harvest demo day savings, Or to find your dealer, visit MahindraUSA.com. Take advantage of rock-bottom prices and test drive a Mahindra today at Rental Pro in Hazard, London, Pikeville, and Berea. Or visit Rental-Pro.com. That's Rental-Pro.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology actively invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you. The needle in the haystack. Try ZipRecruiter now for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com hire. That's ZipRecruiter.com hire. 630 WLAP.
2: back on the Tom Dupree Show. More of uh, Tedeschi and Trucks. And we got John Short in the house. John, welcome to the Tom Dupree Show.
3: Hey, thank you. Great American.
2: It's football time again. Yeah,
3: we won by 35 Biggins. First half, be real close. I mean, it'll be a barn burner. Second like half, to tell you about well, Fisher, Michigan.
2: Okay. Well, you've been saying that the whole way. You you've been tell, saying for the last month that we're going to yep. win by thirty five biggins. Yep. Yeah. Haven't changed on that.
3: Well, I haven't changed on it. no needy. None of God's watch I haven't changed on it. Yeah. And we did nice like we have a constitutional convention that way. Nobody in government have any power whatsoever. We did, we didn't want the government had limited power, no power.
2: Well, they got to have some power or else the bad guys take over. You have to have laws.
3: I know we've got to have laws.
2: Yeah, so if you have laws, you're going to have government because they're going to administer the laws.
3: And I think I know Republican and Democrats are a big party, so they need to be overturned. We need to have Constitution Party and Libertarian Party take over and have Republicans and Democrats be minor, like the Constitution Party.
2: You mean the Constitution Party ought to be the, the major party? Yes. Okay. Well, that's not yeah. a bad idea.
3: No, it's not a bad idea. It's not, a major. We need, we need to take over the major party. Like the Whig Party was a major party back in the 1800s where Republicans took that over.
2: Which one was?
3: The Whig Party. Whig, yeah. And we need to bring that party back. And we need to just, or, and, and we need a Party to overpower Republicans. Because so Republicans are caved in with the Democrats.
2: Well, it used to be Democrats were actually uh, uh, more conservative. Not anymore. No, not anymore. They're the party of big government, and so are the Republicans. They're all in the same boat together. That's, That's why...
3: That how need be the minor party, and like the Republican Party, and the v- Republican Party take over. The Constitutional Party probably take over. The libertarian Party, probably take, over. The party probably take over. And he aborts his libertarian. Yeah, I know. <coughs> I'm trying to think of something. So that, I think something... I think... That, I think that'd be great. And and when, when you have every concert talk show host in America on the airways here in Lexington, Kentucky, every single one in in the United States.
2: Yeah. Well, there wouldn't be anything else on the air.
3: <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be something, all right. Right. And when's Hannity going to have his next Freedom Concert? Who? Hannity. Seen Hannity.
2: Ha- having his next what concert?
3: Freedom Concert. Yeah, I don't know. Been a long time.
2: I'm not sure.
3: Cuz I was thinking he needs to have one Rupp Arena.
2: Yeah. He could. He could definitely do that. John, uh, what days do you work this week?
3: Its Monday and Thursday this week.
2: Okay, from 9 to 12?
3: No, 8 to 12.
2: 8 to 12. So if you want to see the real John Short, that's where you see him. Do you do you like uh, Trump using Twitter?
3: It's okay. Trump uses Twitter, but before Trump, none of our presidents used Twitter because no, it wasn't didn't. that popular too much before Trump yeah,
2: took over. That's true.
3: You like him using Twitter?
2: I wish he wouldn't use it so much, but he does.
3: He does. It. And I'm pretty sure other presidents, after Trump, are using Twitter as well, too. We need another, after Trump gets through being president, we need another outsider, so we need to hear on out instead of right. having to, having so just. The string somewhere. I think that Jeff Sessions and Motors be beyond.
2: <laughs> well, I was getting ready to talk about some good things. Session is doing. says
3: says some, you, you some good things, Sam.
2: Yeah, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. Okie dokie. All right, so John, you're a great American. Cats are mm-hmm. going to win by thirty five biggins, yep. and you're going to work from eight to twelve on Monday and Thursday. Yep. All right. You're a great American, thank you, John <laughs> yep So Kentucky's got to win by thirty five points today for John to be right. I don't know about that. I don't know if we're going to see that. There's an article in a, a book or a, in, in a, a magazine called American Greatness. It's a website. Millennials are breaking free from the thought police. Now, those of us who observe behavior of, of people, we realize that uh, so many people are, are are told by the left how to think, just like that article I was telling you about a minute ago about the lady at uh, Penn uh, University of Pennsylvania who said that black students had not done well in law school because their K-12 through 12 education was terrible. They weren't tried and tested. It's not that they can't do it. It's that what culture has allowed them to uh, languish. Well, this article talks about millennials and uh how they are beginning to think for themselves and start questioning the protocols of the left that tells them how to do things. It's called Millennials Are Breaking Free from the Thought Police. And uh, it's encouraging because... uh, Because the idea that, uh, that millennials would simply do everything that the thought police tells them to would make sense. Millennials have changed our country. This generation was raised in groups starting in daycare. They are linked constantly via social media. They never experienced the classic freedom of American childhood, playing outside on their own for hours on end, and seem to lack an intellect, instinctual feel for freedom. They don't know how to stand up to bullies. They've been shaped by their leftist teachers. They are far more vulnerable than other adults to the uncritical conformity dubbed hive mind. Ominously for our country, young women, gays, and non-whites have been separated out, and emotionally manipulated to fear and reject their white, heterosexual fellow citizens. Their bigotry against Christians and whites is sanitized and misrepresented as respect for diversity. Obama often boasted that our demographic destiny as non-whites approach a minority, already 44% among millennials, would create a permanent one-party progressive rule. Obama's legacy was to be protected by a vanguard of the young. His activist uh, army is still calling the shots for the Democrats, still loudly dominating the public sphere, but they have failed to completely cow millennials. A narrow majority of white millennials quietly voted for Romney. It was the minority kids, including other anointed victim groups such as Feminist, Muslims, and uh, LGBTQ voters who gave us Barack Obama's second term. These are precisely the kids herded into groups who are rewarded and exploited by identity politics. This situation means that the Democrat Party is far gone from the days of the New Deal coalition. There's no going back, no course correction. They march and scream under the false banner of financial inequality, And social justice. How ironic and yet fitting that was left to a gay hairdresser from New York to give millennials an outlet to voice their rebellion and publicly unite. Brandon Straka called a political move, launched a political movement, calling on Democrats to walk away from what has become the Democratic Party of hatred. He posted a riveting personal video that quickly got two million hits. The walk-away movement has now 170,000 Facebook members from all lifestyles, regions, and generations. After left-wing media tried to dismiss them as Russian bots, thousands began posting videos with their personal story on a public Facebook page. And what this is saying... uh, Here's another one, a young black man who goes by Mike Nificent on YouTube and who voted for Obama twice had once brought the racial divisiveness, bought into the racial divisiveness of identity politics, but no more. He says he used to trust CNN telling him that Republicans don't like black people, that it's open season on black men to make me believe I was a victim. But in 2016, that all changed. He was out of college and moved from progressive Minnesota to Republican Florida, got a job and encountered white people and Trump supporters. The moment of rebellion is a beautiful thing. He didn't like the political bullying. In Minnesota, I encountered social justice warriors. Free speech was shunned, and they really didn't want you speaking freely. Those things had me pulling away from the Democratic Party. He got out of the fake news information bubble. I looked into stuff for myself decided I'm going to think for myself to be clear-minded. See, that's one of the things that I tell people over and over again is that if you're not going to fall victim to fake news, you have to look for the news, look up things on your own and, uh, and be critical in your thinking, He shook off the emotional hysteria the left relies upon and began to think more rationally. Trump derangement syndrome struck him as ludicrous. After Trump won, everyone was losing their minds, he says in the video. It was like Chicken Little. America's over. We're going to war with North Korea. You're going back to Africa. They're going to ship everyone out of the country. I realize that there's more emotion than logic on the left. There's not a lot of critical thinking. Step three realizing white people and Trump supporters were not the evil racists he was told to fear. He was working and not encountering racism among the deplorables. That propaganda, that hyperbolic rhetoric, saying every pro-Trump rally is a white supremacist rally, the more I'm around white people and people who vote for Donald Trump, the more I realize the media has bamboozled me. This is a guy that was raised... Basically, in the the leftist uh, ideas came up in in his mother's milk. He shared, he liked, and shared Trump's American patriotism, along with twenty percent of his fellow black men. Rasmussen also says it's thirty eight percent. He liked what Trump was accomplishing. I saw a lot of success in his presidency, and they wouldn't give him credit. I'm all about personal responsibility, individual liberty. I believe in the Constitution. I love America. I'm proud, patriotic. I love the president, love what he's doing. This is a guy that was formerly a left winger. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP
0: news news affects your life is imitating life american life the sequence of events the latest events and experiences personal experience that make up doesn't his life matter life in this life news talk sports life in the old ball yard news radio six thirty W wlap
2: hi i'm tom dupree jr our firm, DePree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned and experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call. To schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments, call Dupree Financial Group at 859 233 or send an email to info at dupreefinancial.com. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Depree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859 and deprefinancial.com.
0: 630 WLAP.
1: The sun comes
2: Back on comes, in the Tom dead in the Department of Justice in the to protect religious the Now, many of us who have sat back and watched the Department of Justice allow Robert Mueller to run roughshod over anybody who's affiliated with Trump and given him sort of a free hand would probably expect that Jeff Sessions and the uh, Justice Department have just kind of mailed it in and quit doing anything of work, but Jeff Sessions has used his non-involvement and his recusal from the Russian affair with uh, with this probe to work on other things. So here's one thing: Attorney Jeff Sessions, Department of Justice, has assumed an important leadership role in protecting and promoting religious freedom here at home, giving the cause for religious liberty renewed vigor. The the left hates this. Last October, in response to an executive order on religious liberty, the department issued a 20-principles guidance to all executive departments and agencies setting forth legal protection for religious liberty. According to this guidance, religious liberty is not merely a right to... personal religious beliefs or even to worship in a sacred place it also encompasses religious observance and practice except in the narrowest circumstances no one should be forced to choose between living out his or her faith and complying with the law according to sessions a dangerous movement undetected by many but real is now challenging and eroding our great tradition of religious freedom what is he referring to well, a preschool was barred from competing in a state grant program to resurface its playground simply because the school is run by a church. Christian pregnancy centers have been mandated to, pr- to promote state programs offering low-cost or free abortions. The Little Sisters of the Poor were forced to offer employees insurance that covered services that violated their conscience. Fortunately, the Supreme Court has ruled in all these cases that government-led affronts to the free exercise of religion or free speech cannot stand. Yet the attacks continue. Local zoning authorities have kept Orthodox Jews in New Jersey and Hindus in Maryland from purchasing land to build housing houses of worship. The Catholic Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. was not allowed to place on Metro buses its Christmas advertisements, encouraging charity to those in need. The DOJ has stepped in to file legal briefs in support of these groups, yet the attacks continue. Most recently, the city of Philadelphia pulled its contract with Catholic Social Services, its longtime partner in placing foster children in loving homes because of the Center's commitment to placing children in homes with a married father and mother. At a time when the need for foster families is increasing, barring one of the most trusted and successful foster placement services because of their beliefs not only violates the conscience rights of those at Catholic Social Services, it keeps needy children from finding loving homes. None of these groups seeks preferential treatment. They only want to be treated fairly or are offering accommodations for their sincerely healed religious beliefs and so contri- continue contributing to the good of others. The nation's top law enforcement officer, that would be Jeff Sessions, understands that fundamental rights must be safeguarded. So this is something good that is coming out of the Justice Department. They're actually standing in solidarity with with uh people who feel that and you you see a lot of this go on in the northeast you don't see this kind of thing happening in mobile alabama or necessarily in the south Primary upset in Florida makes it official. It's going to be Trump versus the loony left in November. So, the guy, Andrew Gillum, who was mayor of Tallahassee, who got the Democratic uh, nomination for uh, governor in Florida, is a big time left winger. He's a progressive. Florida's unemployment rate is a third of what it was in 2010. The state has the highest public high school graduation rate in 13 years and the lowest crime rate in 45 years. DeSantis' campaign will focus on how Gillum's agenda could derail that progress. So you know, the Democratic Party is moving farther and farther to the left. It seems like that's just a natural progression uh, of of what is happening after Trump, after the uh, people have gotten so livid and angry and have lost their minds, they're Nominating people that uh, don't make much sense. A couple things here. Trump says he's thinking about indexing capital gains to inflation. That would be good. Trump says Democrats can't impeach him because he's doing a great job. President Donald Trump said he's considered a capital gains break by issuing a regulation that would index gains to inflation. He he said there are a lot of people that love it and some that don't, but I'm thinking about it very strongly. In a wide-ranging interview, he also expressed support for Fed Chairman Jerome Powell Said embattled Attorney General Jeff Sessions would not leave his job before the midterm elections. Stay with us. We're going to be talking about uh, more things in the market economy when we come back for the second hour of the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP.